Hi my dreamers, I'm Diamond with the Dreamcatcher where we talk disability in the media and the world around us. For now for these past two weeks, a little something called the Paralympics has been gracing our screens and it's been super super amazing. Emotionally, I've cried, I've laughed, I've screamed, I've lost my voice. <laughs> It's just been mind-blowing to see how far we have come over the past couple of years to know what we are now. To see that the Paralympics is just as important as the Olympics. So, I am going to... Um, read to you a couple of the medal winners from day one and day two because there's just so many I kind of lost track and um, my favourite events so far so I hope you enjoy. So day one Sarah Story won our first gold medal in the women's SC5 300 <laughs> meters ideal value pursuit which means they basically um have to like either it's one on one and either they have to go around the track the fastest or if they overtake them the opponent they automatically win and so we had Sarah Story, who is one of our most amazing Paralympians ever. She is, I think, has now got like 15 gold medals. Like she's one of our most decorated Paralympians. And Crystal Lane, who she was up against, won silver, who is also British. And then we got Stephen. Bates and Adam does one silver in the double bike race. Day two, Marzi Summers Newton, who won won a gold in the five millimeters great two hundred meters, but has also broke a world record, and she's only nineteen. She got inspired by Eddie. And honestly, it's amazing to not only have someone you can look up to, but being able to like race and beat and being able to race them and beat them. It's she must feel amazing, and it was. was fun to watch. I was so happy and ecstatic. Tully Kenny also won gold in the 100 meters. Fierce Giller won the men's individual category A. Dimitri Corti got one fellow in the men's individual category B. Jacob Van Gas has a severe serviceman in a Afghanistan in 
He was injured, but he kept going on climbing mountains, marathons, running, and now he was looking to add Paralympian in cycling, and he won gold. And his teammate, Vin Graham, got silver. Did he sign got silver? And the C4 100 meters trial, Alina McGinley and Haley Allen. Scott got silver in the women's BLB 100 meters time trial. Lee Parson won gold grand two dressage individual test. Georgia Wilson got bronze in the grand two dressage individual test. And Sophie Wells got silver in the Grand B Dressing Individual Test. Now, last time I checked, China were ahead with 68 gold, 43 silver, and 36 bronze, with a total of 147 and medals in total. RSPC Republic of Russia, I think. Little got 32 gold, 20 silver, 37 bronze, with a total of 89 Great Britain, 130 gold, 24 silver, 32 bronze, with a total of 86 medals won in total. Then the United States with 25 gold, 27 silver, and 25 with a total of 72. And the Netherlands were 19 gold, 10 silver, 10 bronze with a total of 13 medals. And then this keeps going. I'm so proud of Team GB. So, so proud. And not only am I proud to be British, but I'm also super proud to have a disability. I spent the beginning, I say the beginning, being in a ball about my disability, then going from that to being around people who didn't understand and wanting to change myself and wishing I could walk and wishing I could be capable of stuff that um, my friends were doing. I just wanted to be normal. Then <laughs> being, being great, feeling great about myself. And that's no sort of part to the Paralympics. In 2012, the Paralympics hit a whole nother level. It's because of that Olymp- Paralympics in London that we got the stars we have today. Johnny Peacock, Ellie in the swimming, Hannah in the wheelchair racing. Those is what put disability sports on the map. And it's quite really sad. And I'm going to talk about it in a later podcast. It's the fact that that support 
that we got in that Paralympic is slowly going away. People aren't getting invested in disability sports. And by people, I mean companies. I mean, there was this one gentleman who was racing in the wheelchair races in his 2011 London chair in Tokyo 2021 and the chair was basically duct tape. He said it was going to be his last one but he didn't he wants to fight so that people who have disabilities children, adults who want to take part in the Paralympics has the right equipment because that's what we've got to fight now. Not only have we got to fight to be heard and be seen, but we've also got to fight the equipment that will help us reach our goals, our dreams. And speaking of companies <laughs> cutting I would like to take this moment to talk about the English rugby team who are the first European team to not only win a medal in rugby but also a gold medal. That's amazing. I watched the final with my mum and that's why I didn't film anything on the Saturday because I completely lost my voice. I was screaming, I was hiding, my mum's face was in the sofa, like, there's like a, <laughs> it was just like two months, like, it was going to, it was like tennis, as soon as one team scored a point, the other team scored a point, and it was just going like that, I've, five <laughs> minutes has never gone so slow, it was just, and, they had to fight to get to the Olympics because their funding was cut, they had no money, their equipment is not that great and it's just like, why do we have to fight for everything we want? Why do we have to fight to get our dreams? Like, people praise us. We don't want praise. We want to be able to follow our dreams. I told my dad the other day. Because without the proper equipment, Team GB or any of the other countries taking part in the Paralympics will be going less and less and less until there's like literally only a couple and that's not fair so I am begging you if you know someone and who has a disability doesn't matter what who loves sports embrace it if you have a disability and love sport embrace it and we could see you in Paris that's the next one. I'm so excited. I'm also excited because 
um, the last leg. Now, if you know the history of the last leg in the Paralympics, you know what I'm going to say. So basically, to encourage Team GB, Adam, who is an Australian comedian who does last leg, he, um, the first time he said he would get a prosthetic leg with the union jack on with um, the names of the gold medal winners. In Rio, he said he would do a prosthetic leg and save his head in the union jack colours. This time around, if he, if we beat Australia and they're not even on the front page, he is going to be dancing the Rojo Robot in Union Jack Underpants on a national mark. And I really want to see that. <sighs> Thank you for listening to what I have to say. I know it was the sort of one, but my voice is not completely back yet. And I just want to say, follow your dreams. Dream big of my dreamers. You deserve it. I also want to finish off by saying... I did a mindfulness course last week and it was so great and so like it really opened my eyes and it really has helped me with my nerves and how to like calm myself down when I'm having an anxiety or panic attack and how to like love myself. So I like to finish up with a quote. If I am worth anything later, I am worth something now. For wheat is wheat, even if people think it's grass in the beginning. Vincent van Gogh. Thank you, my dreamers. Like I said, dream big, you deserve it. And for those in the mindfulness course, hi guys. Love you all so much. Thanks for listening.